FCR 247 here live in the mix. I'm your host, Twism White Peace. And today I've got an amazing interview with none other than a wonderful sensation known as Sadie Katz. She's an American actress, a WGA writer, I believe it is. Is, is that how I say it? A WGA writer, uh, director, producer. Um, she's also known for the movie Wrong Turn Six, in where she portrays Sally Hilliker, if I said that correctly. Uh, Miss Sadie Katz, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I, 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 no problem. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you got a lot going on with with everything opening back up and everything. So I appreciate you taking the time out to uh, to even do this interview. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm actually uh, I'm actually pretty mellow today, except working at home and enjoying. I'm in California, so it is oh, nice. a primo Friday, and everyone is out happy and about. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And of course, now, how, how's the COVID situation there? Is it starting to lessen up or is it still lockdowns or what's what's going on? Uh, we're finally opening up again. I mean, I live in like, I live in a funny, I live in Silver Lake. So like there's, it's 50-50. 50% of people are still driving with masks on in their car. Gotcha. And 50% are like pretty happy to be out and about again. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. But yeah, we're opening up bars and restaurants. And you know, what's great is a lot of people are really stoked to uh, have life go back. So everyone's really friendly, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you, you, you would think an adverse reaction, people coming out, it'd, it'd be a little bit madness, but that's, that's actually good to hear. I'm glad to hear that. So yeah. Uh, that that's that's a benefit, man. <laughs> it could be a lot worse, right? Right. Um, so now, with uh, with being in California, um, what? How did? How, let's let's talk about the start. How did you get? How did you become who you are as of now? Like, uh, you know, what what was the path that you took? Um, you know, I kind of did it in like a very traditional thing is I went to school and then I moved to LA and I started, you know, back in the day, I'm going to date myself, but, um, I, you would have to get your reel going. Yeah. Now there's companies that do your reel and it's, you know, it's a lot easier, but so I started doing, you know, I, I studied acting a lot, um, Meisner and Stella Adler and, you know, Eric Morris. Right. And then I did student films and, uh, you know, UCLA, Hollywood, USC, I, I'm trying to think, <laughs> every big student film thing you could do in LA, I did. Yeah. And then I waited for my tape. Then you'd have to wait for these kids who would, you know, do a movie and you'd hope it would turn out okay. And they would take forever. So, you know, it took a few years and then you finally have your five minute reel. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like pounding the pavement. I used to um, have to get like, they had backstage rest or drama log. And okay. you would look for auditions there. Now everything's totally different. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's all online and, you know, people kind of can go auditioning right out the gate. But. I, I was just going to say, I actually uh, sat with an online audition with my daughter the other day. She she tried out for acting for the very first time and it was all an online process now. So, I mean, everything from meeting the talent scout to, to uh, uh, doing the lines and everything was all online just the same as me and you are doing right now and it you know I, I think that kind of takes out the um the personal vibe to it you know you got to be able to see if somebody's really got it you can only tell that if you see them in person and you see the way they are I mean 
cameras can only do so much, right? You know what I mean? So uh, it was it was an exciting little uh, trip to be on for the first time. But so you 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 how old is your daughter? Uh, she's uh, she's twelve. So she okay. you know right right there at the cusp of uh, deciding where she wants to go with her life. So um, it was a good learning lesson for her. So I like I said, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So. Um, but you you was talking about pounding the pavement, beating the pavement. So uh, it seems to be that almost you had to go around to each of these gigs and everything and and show up in person and say, hey, this is who I am. This is what I've got. Check, take, take a look at this. Um, was there lines? Was there was there uh, competition, so to speak? I mean, did you have to be up sooner, faster? Did you have to stay out later, longer? What was what was the challenges of that time? Um. You know, God, what a great question. Um, I think uh, the biggest thing was just, you know, at the time, especially, and even now, like, if you're pursuing acting, you're pretty much grinding all the time because it's your, I always tell everyone, it's your own small business. Mm -hmm. So not only is it a grind, but you also have to put money in your business. Mm -hmm. And people think that they're pursuing acting and it's, they don't understand that it is a business. You have to put, um, you know, your headshots, your resume, and you're constantly updating them. And at the time, I would go in and audition. It's it's actually a little bit harder when you're in your early 20s, especially you're blonde. It just there's, that's, everyone gets done with school and you're against every gorgeous, <laughs> talented person who believes they're going to be famous from right. bumfuck bum wherever. Right, right. And then you're in a room and it's funny because, I remember one of my first auditions was, um, oh God, three ninjas kick back or something. Okay. And I was auditioning for five lines as a babysitter. Okay. And I was so excited. I'm like, I, I want to say I'm, I'm like 20 or something, 22. And uh, I go into the room, the casting office, and I have an appointment. So it's not an open call, but I realized that there's 25 blonde haired girls at uh-huh. Yeah. in the room and we all look it's not like one is so much better than the other or right right like you're all kind of in the same thing you know one's a little curvier one's a little thinner you know and then that door opens so you're waiting and the door opens and another girl comes in and right. it's, so I mean I think the biggest thing is like just kind of sticking it out and and you know, you, you have to go to that audition, then you go to inside the audition. I'm using that as an example. And, mm-hmm. you know, you do your four lines. Yeah. That's my four here. You do your four lines and um, you probably drove for an hour. And right, right. Traffic. You got your hair done, your makeup done. You're, you know, you spend a lot of time worrying about the outfit. Yeah. You've got a lot of nerves going on. And then they are unorganized sometimes, especially back in the day they were. Oh, I bet. And yeah, so then you sit there and you're like, wow, I waited an hour and a half for my audition. Yeah. Yeah, went in, said four lines, and it's not even like acting really. And then they're like, thank you very much, and you leave again. And that is a really hard thing to commit to long-term. Yeah, I think yeah. short-term, it's exciting. Yeah. And even now... I, it, it has its own challenges doing um, taped auditions, mm. as you can see, um, especially when they're taped and they're not like live auditions. Right, right. Live auditions, I I prefer because you do get to kind of show your that inter- that, that yeah. Pers- yeah that personal side, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's so different now because now we're, we're, you know, we're, we're our videographer, we're our, you have to be memorized on everything. Uh, we're our own directors, like where um, you have to submit yourself if you're not repped and that can be in, incredibly time consuming. I bet, I bet. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a different job now, um, it, it, but it, it's, you know, both of them are, are pretty difficult. So, so okay, and see, I'm I'm a hip hop artist, um, and so um, when I started, it was all about being on the stage, the stage performance. Um, it was about putting on a good show. Um, it was about being the most lyrically talented and and having flair. Um, and as we progressed, you you had to take it off of the streets and into the social media world. And it sounds like. Um, it sounds like that's what you've had to do. It, it went from more of being like out on the streets, getting the job done to being like online and being, you know, these DMs or these emails or these different, um, you know, internet communications rather than an in-person communication. And uh, for me, you know, it's it's been uh, having to adapt with the changes that have, that have happened over the years. Um would, would you say that applies to you or have you always just kind of kept the same, the same approach to everything, you know, or did you, or have, did you adapt? Did you change to embrace the new society? Well, I think I, I, well, I have to say like in North Hollywood, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hip hop artists there. And years ago, they used to come up with their demo tapes. They would yeah. sell them five bucks at the grocery store. Exactly. The grocery yeah. store. Yep. And I always, kind of admired that hustle because it takes a lot of guts and, exactly yeah and so i would buy um the, their dvds i mean that would be hours of standing out there yeah or cds excuse me um and i think yeah there there came a time once i think it was like after myspace and you had facebook then you had instagram right right and yeah i mean I don't, it's not like I have a ton, I have like 10,000 followers on Instagram. Um, so I don't love doing it. Yeah. I, I think it kind of kills, uh, it kind of kills a lot of the talent because you're spending all this time taking selfies, then you're yeah. spending less time, you know, developing a craft. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, I do it, but I do it very begrudgingly. Yeah. yeah. I, I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, does it draw more people to be fans of mine by putting up a picture half naked? I mean, I don't know. I'll get like 900 likes. Um, but I wish that I could, you know, put up a monologue and people be really excited. Still, and still get the 900 likes and, and be sure. respected for that. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah, music's the same way. You guys got really kind of shafted by clear channel yeah well i i say i say for i I say for all of entertainment um i say all of entertainment i don't i don't think it really matters whether you're an actor an actress um or or a a hip-hop artist or i i I think even tv shows and 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 people like this i think every form of entertainment sports everything it all kind of it really did change over the years. And I think that as we have changed that, like you said, the lack of talent, so to speak, um, or maybe just the lack of true talent, because, you know, I, I like to believe that everybody's talented in their own way, but like you have those ones that are truly talented and they have that exceptional and above and beyond. Right. And I think it kind of got drowned out and it, it seems like, it sounds like the same thing happened in, in your, uh, 
you know, your form of entertainment as well. So that's, that's, that's upsetting. I mean, (laughs) to see how society can just like force changes upon something that's been around forever and ever and ever. Right. So, uh, but let's, let's skip ahead here. So you, you've established yourself, you beat the ground, you, you got yourself into some roles and everything. How did you, how did they progress up to Ron turn six and Sally? And I want to say this Hilliker. Yeah. Okay, so I am saying that right. Okay, yeah, you are. <laughs> so how did how did how did you go from beating the pavement and and these demo reels that took t- two years and everything? How did you get from there to Wrong Turn Six? I uh, actually, you know, my director from House of Bad, Jim Towns, called me yesterday and or he texted me yesterday, and I did the film House of Bad with him. Okay, which was my first feature length lead horror film. Right, and um. I had kind of done like three films back to back that were indie films, but that the first one was called Nipples and Palm Trees. It was like a rom-com, a dark rom-com. And um, that I did a short of, and we actually got financing for a feature, which is very rare. That's what people always say, but it doesn't happen. And then I did another, like back to back. Then I did another film, but I was also the lead in that didn't actually ever get released, even though it was, it was like an action film. And then I got House of Bad. And the thing is, uh, in the horror world, which is really cool, the fan base is really loyal. They're just, oh, very cool. They're they're really lovely. And that is where the internet does benefit because they're, you know, it's a niche. And so I can, reach them and say I have a new film that's right, out on right. you know, Red Box or whatever. Right, right. Um, so that's cool. And you have like Dread Central and Fangora and all those sites that really support that as well. Right. So I had done that in the House of Bad had done pretty well. It was a like a heist ghost movie. Um you know haunted house kind of movie. Yeah yeah in with a heist thing. And um so that was like once I got that then I started to get other things and started working more and uh when I heard that they were doing wrong turn because it's a huge franchise yeah 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 I mean especially overseas like people are nuts about it I had a couple people a couple directors I knew that had called me up and said hey Sadie um you're not supposed to know this but word is in town that they're doing this movie and they're not saying 20th Century Fox isn't saying who's um you know, uh, what film, what franchise it is, right. but you would be perfect for the lead of this. And they needed someone, honestly, that was willing to do nudity, that could kind of do something gritty. Right, right. Uh, and that was also like a, a, a from West Virginia and, you know, a kind of incestuous cannibal. Uh, so, I had, it was weird. I had actually a couple of people told me about this audition. I always think it was sort of like faded that happened because once they told me that I got an acting, I, I sent actually, it's the only audition I've ever done this for. I got them to write letters of recommendations to, um, Jeff. That's Jeff's name. God damn it. Anyway, he, he was the producer. He's lovely. I can't believe I just forgot his name. (laughs) Uh, let him hear this. Yeah, Phil Roth, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, And I had them 
uh, sent over and is and saying like this girl would be really great if she came on set gotcha. in Bulgaria. Um, she has a good attitude. And then I got an acting coach and re and I worked those scenes and I got an outfit. I got my hair like as big as you could get. Yeah. And um, so I felt like I was really prepared. So when I walked in that room that time, there was 30 blondes and I walked in, you know, in my hour. Yeah. So they were and I walked in and was like, kind of like, this is my part. But you can't always do, you know, you want to think that every part you walk right. in. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you walk in and um, you, you're like, oh, this is my part. Like, this feels right. And you I have this it, yeah. character. Yeah. And um, I've actually run into other actresses through the years who are like, oh, I was in callbacks for that. And I look at them and I'm like, oh, that they could have done it. Like, yeah, <laughs> they could have done it. They would have been wonderful. And right, so but right. that was like, you know, I sometimes I have to say, I'm always like, I hope that's not the, the biggest film I do forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number I mean, six of a franchise. But I am super, super grateful because like that moment that that phone rang. And mind you, I held my phone like, you know, for yeah. for two weeks, I didn't know if I was going to Bulgaria or not. Yeah, yeah. I knew that they wanted to hire. They didn't really want an American. They were looking for someone from who's British. Right. So I just held my phone, and I remember I was afraid to take a shower. And of course, they called me when I was in the shower. And jumping on that phone was it was really a magical thing. I really awesome. was. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you know, that's good. And, uh, and congratulations, of course. I mean, everybody um, hopes to achieve anything and anything that's notable or of notoriety. And I mean, you've already accomplished that. And so, yes, I mean, to to work on for bigger and better, that's that's all that's left for you. So, um, yeah, congratulations on what you have done. And yes, congratulations on what you will accomplish, because you can only go higher and higher from that. Right. So, um with that, um, what are some of the future plans that you have in store for, um, you know, let's say, you know, your, your three-year goal or something like, you know, where do you, where are you, where are you trying to see progress now that the pandemic and things are slowly coming to an end and, and, and whatnot? Oh, you've got good questions. I like <laughs> the question. And, you know, thank you. That is a really nice way as an artist to say, you know, you forget to be grateful sometimes and then right. you go, yeah, I actually met these goals, which I always did want to do. Right. I, you know, I wanted to have a film made that I wrote and mm. I had two of those happen with Scorned and um, Clown Fear. Right. They're not right. always like the way you want them to be. They but it's still achievements, right? It's still achievements, yeah. right? So I'm working on a podcast right now, yep. um, my partial nudity podcast, which to me, because um, I'm such a fan of what you guys do, I realized, geez, I did like a hundred interviews yeah. in the last 10 years. Um, so I'm working on that. So my goal would be for that to be monetized in some way, mm -hmm. which right now it's kind of the wild, wild west, yeah. but I, that's a goal. And then um, I have a rom-com that is a big budget that I wouldn't be acting in, but it's actually at a, um, one of the top agencies. Oh, very cool. And my hope is that that sells and gets produced. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I have another film um, that I wrote that for me to be the lead in and for me to produce um 
And so that would be, it's called, it's, it's about a woman kind of trapped in between uh, choices. I don't want to give it away. because Yeah, no, 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 no. no concept not, no, no, yeah. So uh, like, that would be a goal for me to do that. And I really want to direct another doc okay. and kind of spread my wings out. I love the horror world, but yeah. I also would like to do some comedy. I, you know, you can only scream and cry and kill people so <laughs> right, much. Right, people right. Like, it would be nice for me to get to be silly and. Well, doesn't know. that add to your resume though? Too, like, if you can do another comedy or if you can do like an action or something, doesn't that like boost your um, star power, so to speak? I mean, like, it shows yeah. your versatility, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of weird because, like. I mean, sort of like with hip hop, you want to be loyal somewhat to that brand because right, right. Because a lot of fans don't want to like that's that's what they like, right? Yeah, yeah they're like, is she a, a poser? But I've I've always been like, I'm more of an actress than a screen queen. Okay. Um, because I, you know, I I'm like whatever jobs come up, I'm happy to do. I I'm whatever just it is, stories. Yeah. Right. And, right. Um, so that's kind of my goal is to be able to branch out more. You know, our goal is always to make money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, I do want to like extend myself into other areas, um, be it like directing or anything. But I think doing comedy and doing my podcast is like really high up there right now. Fantastic. Well, I, I wish you the best with that. I mean, I know um, that is an actual part of the entertainment industry that is actually gaining momentum. Um, there's been a lot of other drops in, in different things, such as like performing, stage acting, things like this. Um, but podcasting seemed to really catch and flare up with um, quite an infectious rate. A lot of people seem to really absorb um, the interaction, the real lifeness of it. So, I mean, um, I'm sure you'll do just fine. I'm sure that'll work out very, very well for you. And in fact, because you have a loyal fan base, it's probably going to work out even better than a, a normal upstart would because they don't have fan base. Right. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're blessed in that sense. So that's, that's awesome. Um, my, my thing is, is that, um, are, do you have any plans for, um, you know, like uh, any, are you featured in any upcoming movies or anything like that? I am. I have a couple movies coming out. Okay. Um, State of Desolation will come out this summer, okay. which um, is a really, really great. It's also directed by Jim Towns. It's, okay. We did it a few years ago and there was some, some things of getting it going, but it's a really, really great dystopian um post-apocalyptic oh cool film that i just i think people are gonna really love um so look for that i did another i have um i wonder what they're going to be calling it it's like revenge of the zombies really funny a really fun with um jimmy duvall okay who if you're a donnie darko fan uh he's with me and it's you know it's kind of like a it's a it's a silly uh, horror comedy about um, the animatronics coming to life with oh. a at like a Chuck E. Cheese. Gotcha, gotcha, with, gotcha. Um, Brennan. Brennan. Okay. I mean, so that's the lead girl, young girl in it, and um, Brennan, Shalette Brennan. And I'm trying to think what else I have. I have a couple of things coming out, and uh, 
We'll just say that for now. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, where can people follow you so that they can keep up with all this information? I mean, like. I would love Instagram is to me the best because my Facebook gets full and then the fan, you know, your Facebook fan page. Only allows so much. Yeah. And you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really use Facebook fan page either. So, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Sadie Katz. So S-A-D-I-E-K-A-T-Z. It's right there on Instagram. And I'm on Twitter. Twitter is like Sadie underscore cats, but I wouldn't say I keep up with Twitter as much as I do Instagram gotcha. or on YouTube under partial nudity podcast. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, just with the few minutes that are remaining, I want to give a shout out to, of course, uh, the people who set this up world star PR. Um, they of course are, uh, accepting new clients, but you gotta have, you gotta have the, the money to play in the world that we live in. Right. So, um, take them seriously. They'll take you seriously. Give them a, give them an email at worldstarpublicrelations at gmail.com. And of course, give a shout out to our friends, the spotted cat magazine, man. They just released their brand new, uh, June, 2021 edition. That's got um, a lot of famous people in it, a couple of Emmy award winners. Um, it's got Molly Mall in it. Who's a big, huge hip hop producer guy. And of course, uh, I'm pretty sure you're, we'll see you in a feature of that sometime soon. I know that, uh, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people that get featured in that, that, that seem to run in our circle. And so that's, that's always good news. Right. Um, so big shouts out to them. Of course, check them out at the spotty cat magazine.com um, and check out the newest editions. And as always, man, follow us. We are FCR 247. You can follow us on all social medias at FCR 247. This of course was the interview of the wonderfully talented Sadie Katz and Miss Sadie Katz. Before we go, the last thing, do you have anything inspirational, motivational or anything for any future upcoming actors actresses anybody thinking about trying to pursue what you've done uh don't forget that even with the social media world you should still get acting training and you know uh, there's classes now you can take them online and um get a day job that supports you while you're working on absolutely 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 take it seriously is basically the way to say that right Right. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Miss Cass. So it's been much. a wonderful day. Yeah. And I wish you the very best with your future and stay safe. Okay. Have fun with your daughter. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.